BDM Coach Podcast show is hosted by two of the world's leading BDM coaches, Dennis Youssef and Michael Sands from Inspired Growth Training. Both Dennis and Michael have personally signed up 1,500 new doors between them and now coach BDMs and real estate business owners all around the world. For 28 different BDM lead generation activities and KPIs on a free tracking spreadsheet, go to bdmcoach.com. everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into the podcast, I just want to do a quick shout out for BMT tax depreciation reports. Now, for my two rental properties, I've had a BMT tax depreciation report done on those. And at tax time, I can get up to $25,000 worth of tax deductions. That's a lot of money. And for your property owners, would you believe a lot of them don't know the savings that they can be getting? And every rental property can still have some type of tax depreciation. So get in contact with the guys at BMT. Talk to them about how you as a property manager and a property management agency can be serving your clients in Australia about getting the maximum tax deductions for their rental properties. Take care. Hi, everyone. It's Dennis here and I'm with Michael. And we are here for the BDM Coach Show. So, Michael, how good has the last couple of um, sessions gone? The feedback's been great, hasn't it? Feedback has been amazing. I guess no one is doing a podcast show or a show like this around the world. So, to kind of be or to be part of this is, is a privilege, and to be able to share this information and get the feedback and response we've been getting is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to us actually bringing some, you know, guests coming in, some, you know top BDMs around the globe, because obviously we've got some people that we train around the world. We've also met so many people um, through our tours and um, events that we've been doing everywhere as well and other conferences. You know, we also do that continued training as well. So it's great that we um, get to network and meet lots of people. You know, I think also um, when we start calling random BDMs out there, they're going to be like, did you mystery shop us? Were we part of your strategic market reports? <laughs> you know? Well, and, well um, what's good about found, that? We've had some great BDMs around the world, haven't we? We so no one knows about. No, and what's really good is, um, you know, we've told the team for them to let us know when they come across a good person uh, because they don't have to be part of our network um, to be part of our show. We, and, and if anyone out there actually knows someone that they believe or have dealt with that is a very, very good business development manager, you know, introduce us, let us know who they are. So um, today's topic, I'm really excited about because, you know, a lot of people don't know what a BDM is or they don't know how to BDM or they don't know um, the first steps of what they need to do. You know, Michael, I had a call yesterday from a gentleman by the name of Chris. He's been in real estate for 17 years. Wow. So he's been a property manager for 17 years. And he's like, Dennis, I don't know what to do. I've been a property manager. I have just grown through referral partners, etc. but I don't know what to do. So, I mean, we have got the perfect course for it, you know, mm. which is the, the BDM um, Empower series that we did. So it's a 12-part series. It's quite detailed. It's perfect. There's that timeline. However, BDM and property management, they're two different positions. Totally different positions. You can be a BDM for basically any, any industry out there, but you can't be a property manager for every industry. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely a skill set. Um, and and once, you, once you've got that skill set, 
um, you know, you're, you're on fire. But there are a few things that you, that you should be doing consistently in any role. But like when you're a BDM, there are a few things you should be doing consistently. But I guess today, we're, we're going a bit um, earlier than that. We want to start talking about being a BDM from scratch. So if you were to start a job at a new company and you're the BDM, what are the things that you would start doing? Because we, as you said, we get phone calls every week from BDMs and PMs and assistant PMs and directors saying, we want to bring on new business. What do we do? But the reality is they can only spend, some of them can only spend five minutes a day off their normal schedule to look at doing new business. And, and that won't work. It won't cut it. Five minutes is just not enough. You know, first thing to do is obviously identify that it's a sales position. It's it's a sales role. So it's like you've got your, you know, car yard, your car lot, um, a, a, a place that sells vehicles, right? I say that because we're dealing with, you know, um, so many different countries and they've got a different name for it. So there's a person who sells the vehicles and their job is to speak about the points of differences of a vehicle, why they should buy this vehicle and not from um, an, another company or another brand, right? Mm. And once that vehicle is sold, it then is handed to the, the mechanic who then looks after and maintains the vehicle, So, which is like the property manager. So somebody is there to convince the, the potential owners or those investors out there that they should be using your services and then it's handed to the property manager. Now, I know that some people do both. So, you know, and it is very possible and, and it's been happening for years, you know, so where a, a property manager has been a BDM, but at that time, your hat is a BDM hat once that inquiry is coming in and then it's the property manager hat once you've got that signature and you're moving it through. Mm. So it's two distinct. So if it's a sales, you know, what are some examples of, um, you know, things that they should do within? So, okay, let, let's paint a picture, Michael. I've come and I've come to work for your property management division. Yeah, you know, what are some things that I need to know? You, you've said, Dennis, I'm employing you as a BDM. <laughs> what, what, what should I know? What should I be doing first within your office to be okay. a successful BDM? Well, definitely one of the most important things is having some product knowledge, you know, knowing exactly what does the company do? What are the services that you offer? It's like, you know, I mean, if you're going to draw a reference to someone working in a car yard, you're not going to have a BDM, a salesperson there selling a car and not knowing what type of engine it is or um, what make model car it is or, you know, the safety elements to it. For them to really know and really sell, they have to be confident in exactly what they're doing. So as soon as you start working for a company mm -hmm. or even before you start knowing you'd be working for that company, find out what they do, find out the suburbs that they operate in, find out um, their process, find out if they have a leasing department or the different departments within their sales team, actually know what's under the hood. Okay. I get it. So I, I suppose I should know how you market properties for rent and why you market it that way. Because I mean, if I was coming into your office, I mean, Michael, you were doing 360 tours, video marketing, um, you know, well before any other agency that, that, that I know. So if I was to come and start working for you, you know, years ago, I'd be questioning, well, why do you do a 360 tour? So, and, and you're obviously then going to answer me. You're then going to explain it to me. So you're educating me as a medium. So then I know how to on-sell that mm. to an investor. Why? Um, so obviously, and then it's backing up with stats, etc. But the so, PM, um, what are some other things I'll that I should? Yeah, so you go. 
brother, the PM, they might be absolutely amazing what they do, but they don't know how to sell what they do, right? Mm. So the BDM is there to kind of take all the positive elements of their role. So the BDM should sit down with the PM and say, walk me through your day. What do you do? You know, you speak to people, you process applications, you follow up rents, you um, maintain the property. So they should have that, that connect and they should be like working closely together. And if there's a leasing department or a leasing manager, then again, they should find out what they do and share that. But you're spot on knowing um, how to market. And one of the things we all always um, peak and promote is, um, <clears throat> you know, knowing the rents, knowing what the average rent is, knowing what properties have been renting for in the area, because that prospect is looking to you to be that market expert. Why should I give my property to you? Yeah, and that's, that's then collecting some stats and information as well so that you can put through. So obviously, you know, um, the way I look at it is I remember a lot of the questions that were asked of me and a lot of people ask, you know, um, how often do, do you visit my home? How often, um, you know, or I'm worried that the property is going to be um, damaged or will they look after the property or when I move back into it? So it's those points that you then have to talk about routine inspections and, and ingoing reports and outgoings or get ready reports or, you know, um, et cetera. So it's important to understand how routines are done, how yeah. ingoings are done, um, how maintenance is carried out as well. You know, a lot of owners um, in those reluctant landlords, they like to use their own maintenance people, for example, you know, um, you know, so it's the understanding that whole process. So what we did, Michael, at Integrity, if there was a new staff member that ever came in, they had a checklist of things they had to do. They had to do 10 routine inspections. They had to go on five um, listing presentations with myself. They had to sit at the front desk for two days. There was a checklist. So then they understood the entire process of property management, which was really cool. They what a great idea to have like a a passport for new staff members, BDMs to join a company, you give them a passport, the passport, and then they have to go through and do those things. They've got to tick off, yep. you know, sit, sit here, do this, answer these calls, do these uh, inspections. And then once they've completed that passport, passport, they can um, start their role. What a great idea. Well, Michael, it, it's interesting you say that. We do that for our virtual assistants, right? Yeah. We make them watch videos. <laughs> they have to watch our training videos and watch our, um, PM nuts and bolts training. They've got to sit through. We did what a three-hour session on um, Australian slang, on on UK slang and American slang. They've got to watch all of these. So we have a process. So the BDM needs to have a process as well. So basically, they need to know the office system. They need to know the history of the office as well. Who started it? Why it started it? And um, you know, now one of the things that uh, I often get. BDMs to do that um, that I'm training is I get them to sign me up. Oh, they've got to know that agreement back to front. You know, they've got to understand that agreement. It doesn't matter what question an owner asks you. They could ask you any question about about property management and rentals, and there's it's in the agreement. Mm. There's the, it's good. like if someone says, "Oh, how are you going to do a routine? How many often?" You could grab your agreement and say, oh, look, let's have a look here. It's here. Oh, how are you going to market my property? It's in the agreement. How are you going to pay me? It's in the agreement, right? Everything's in the agreement. So you need to know that agreement back to front. Because any question that's asked, you know, they need to get there. I remember I had an owner wanted me to cross out at the back end of the, the disclosure agreement 
um, that Integrity Real Estate won't be held accountable for any losses if um, the owner went bankrupt. They wanted me to cross it out, so it meant if any money was owed, that Integrity had to pay it if the owner went bankrupt. It was like, uh, no, we're not crossing that out. So you need to know all of those small, finer details as well. That's It's so important. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so I was going to say, I guess, too, on that, like knowing all those finer details, there's also like when the owners are going to be questioning why you, knowing to how to answer why you, knowing your points of difference. Does the office currently have points of difference? Yeah. But ha so how do you know what your points of differences are? Well, <clears throat> if you were to ask most agents out there, they um, say the best way to find out their points of difference is to put blinkers on and focus on what they are doing and not worry about anyone else out there but we have a different opinion on that we think that you should yep. be out there seeing what the people up the street are doing seeing what the people in the next suburb are doing seeing how they handle themselves when, when asked certain questions um, their product their fees their charges how many inspections they're doing everything know exactly what they are doing just like you know exactly what you're doing because Dennis we hear hundreds and thousands of uh, points of difference and a lot of them aren't fantastic well, I'm no. terrible. Michael, I, I heard a new point of difference today. Um, I was listening to uh, one of the, the recordings and their point of difference was they were third generation real estate. So um, third generation real estate was the point of difference. It was the, the so um, our staff was talking to the mother and her grandmother, her mum started the business and her daughter is running the business now. So it was the third generation thing. And I went, okay, it, it's interesting. And I was waiting for the stats, <laughs> but nothing came through. But that was their point of difference. That's not really a point of difference of what we're talking about. No, I mean, I could, I could shave that. I could turn that into an excellent point of difference, actually. I could turn that into an amazing point of difference. It would win many, many brownie points. Well, it wasn't explained. They didn't back it up. Surely, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, there, there's some stuff that you could utilize there and, and use it to your advantage. But um, that, that was just it. They just said it. It's like saying, oh, we have a zero tolerance of, of rent collection or, or arrears. Just saying it, anyone can say it, but you've got to back it up with yeah. something. So if you're going to say zero tolerance of rent arrears, then turn it around and say, you know, we've got 99% of our tenants paying their rent on time because... You know, and then you go into your services that you do because you've learned about how you collect rent and stuff. So, yeah, um, so definitely know those facts in the office too. Know what what the rent arrears are like. Know what the vacancy rates are like. Know all that, and then turn the positive spin on them so you know your facts, your figures. Um, but also, how do you sit against against the rivals too? Very yeah. important. Yeah, it is. Okay, so. We've understood the, the office. We've then learnt our systems, our procedures, so we know how to sell it. Um, then we've also started to um, understand the agreement. We've now learnt our points of differences. Uh, I guess now the next thing is to do is we've, we've now got to sell ourselves, right? So, <laughs> you know, so a, a great thing to do is actually, um, you know, do a Google search on your own business and see if you're actually found. Have you got a Google presence? Have you got an online presence? Because you've got to put yourself into that position of being that potential owner and, you know, and, and see if you can be found, mm. right? Where are those leads coming from? Uh, how many times do we Google a business and we can't find them? Oh, they're frequently. <laughs> they, just not, they just don't want to be seen. So how does your phone ring? Referrals. Yeah. 
That's the only source they get. But for people to do business with you, they need to like you, know you, trust you. Um, and, and you do that by being visible, by having your, uh, your Google profile, your social media profile, um, you know, your face on, on the marketing, um, you know, on, on boards. Just be visible. Yeah, getting out there, even on the portals, for example, domain.com.au, realestate.com, Zillow for America, wherever you are, have a, a, an agent profile present with your bio, with a photo, not a silhouette. I mean, how many realestate.com and trade me, all those ones, like they just don't have, they have a silhouette. They don't have a photo there. And then the custom bio or the bio isn't custom. It's the same one that the platform gives you. So you've got thousands of agents out there with the exact same custom, not custom, exact same profile that you have. Yeah. Right. It's not standing out. Now, let, let's think, talk about websites as well, because, you know, predominantly you see a lot of sales and property management websites and a big mistake combined, sorry. And a big mistake I see, Michael, is you'll have an agency that it's got, you know, house to rent, house to buy, house <coughs> to sell. They don't have house to rent out. No, There's hidden. no contact us to management option because, you know, um, so they're targeting sellers, they're targeting buyers, they're targeting tenants, but they're not targeting landlords. Mm. So, you you know, as a BDM, you need to be ensuring that your website is um, answering questions for potential landlords. If you're property management only, it does make it easier. Don't just have a contact us button. Click here to see wider users, frequently asked questions, have a lot of asking us and um, educational videos and stuff on there. And, um, you know, we could talk about educational videos and social media and websites in another podcast, no doubt. Mm. Um, but it's just, you know, the idea is we're just giving ideas of, of things to do. So, okay, so we've got now we've got our online presence sorted, so people should start to find us. But the phone's still not ringing, Michael. <laughs> no. So, yeah, what do you do? Man, this is a conversation we've had many times where um, BDMs and agencies say the phone isn't ringing at all. But you need to be out there prospecting. You need to be out there pounding the pavement. Um, I believe that we have in the IGT Inner Circle Facebook page, the ABC list of building a database. I believe I made that publicly available to everyone there on, on how to build your database. If you um, can't find it on the IGT Inner Circle, make sure you do answer the three questions. If, if you can't find it there, email Darren at IGTmail.com. That's Darren at IGTmail. And um, let him know that you're after a copy of that ABC database. Um, and he will uh, get back to you pretty fast on that one. Now, Michael, let's commemorate all of the old property managers out there. Okay, so, you know, and when I say the old property managers, before there was even the word uh, BDM or whatever the case, people did grow rent rolls without prospecting. You know, there's that natural... Um, presence online well I mean there was no online really but there, there was that natural presence to lease signs out there etc so I do want to commemorate that people did know how to grow rent rolls it just it wasn't like you know the BDM position is someone that is you know targeting growth right so we've got to remember that so it's that targeting growth so picking up the phone and not relying on the phone to ring is prospecting picking up the phone and creating the phone to ring. So there's either a person that is an appointment booker and reacts to the telephone, or you've got your BDM who's out there prospecting and doing things. And that's, you know, I mean, if, if I was working for your office, going back to that story of me coming into work for you, the first person I'd be ringing is all the current clients. I have permission to call them. They're active business clients of yours. 
And it's a great way to practice scripts and dialogues. Yeah, call, call all of them. I mean, when you, when you were at um, Integrity Real Estate uh, and you first started, did you go through and call all the existing landlords and int introduce yourself? I had no idea what BDM was, right? I had no idea. There was no training. I was given an agency agreement and a, a, a one-page flyer and said, go sick and rest, go get the business. Did so I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, you know, I, I did start to call my clients and I got to, so before I was a BDM uh, and the advantage that I had, I was the leasing agent. So, yeah. I, and I was doing the maintenance. So I got to understand and know them and learn from them. And then I started to pick up the phone um, as I, uh, to prospect. So I did start to, but it was about six months in, Michael, because I didn't know I could call my private, my current owners. I called private owners before I called my current owners. So given that when you started um, your BDM role, um, you knew your system, you know, your office systems, yeah. you knew um, how to market everything because you did the leasing, you um, knew about all the ingoings and outgoings, all the maintenance, you knew the agreement that the company had, um, and you bought on like over 900 um, new doors in, in the time that you were there, which was amazing. And now you're doing um, BDM coaching and consulting. They must be having a memorial every year, like since you've left. You know, because you you did such amazing things. I mean, it's a privilege to be able to work with you and kind of even go over um, all these points today for those budding BDMs that are out there that are just starting. Um, you know, so you were, well, were you on social media really? They probably didn't have social media then when you were doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. I started the social media page for integrity, okay? <laughs> okay. So, you would have been on the, on the shopper dockets. You would have been yeah. on the police boards. You would have, would have been on the bus stops. But all this is social exposure. And then, and then what you're saying is the prospecting. So, you're calling the existing current clients. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would also even be calling the clients that, uh, that the agency lost or missed yeah. out on. To kind of say, hey, introduce yourself. Um, you know, love to know what you're up to, uh, and just let people know that you're in the area. And um, I guess once you kind of tackled all those really important um, points, it's the follow-up of a BDM. Yes. So so important the follow-up. My goodness. Oh, Michael, how many times? Well, the money is in the follow-up. That's where the money is. It's in the follow-up. Those who don't yeah. do the follow-up don't get the money. It, it, it's it's interesting that we've just done some secret shopping on uh, one of the states, and I won't mention the state. Um, and it was sixty-eight or sixty-three percent, sixty something percent that wasn't following us up. And it was um, it was um, that I was quite surprised at how high it was. Um, and there was even um, at one stage seventy percent of them weren't even sending through the. Information after they got off the phone from us and said they would send us something uh, via and an email. We should stay there too. That, that that percentage base is from a large, a very, very, very large pool of data. It's not like 10 people, 20 people, 30, 40, 50, you know, it is a massive pool of data. So that statistic is just mind blowing that there are people, there are BDMs yeah. that are not following up. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so certainly, you know, um, we, we've done a session on having a pre-listing email. So have your pre-listing email. You've got to have your pack as well that you'll take to the home and, and maybe we could do a session on, on um, a, a listing kit. 
you know, you've done your prospecting, um, you know, follow them up. Just because they might not be ready yet, it doesn't mean that they don't um, that they don't want to change um, agencies or they might be privately managing it. Still give them a call back, follow up, follow up on your new appointments, follow up on someone who said their brother's got a property, follow up on someone who said they've got a property that they're building, you know, stay in touch with them. And a great way of doing that is actually having a contact management system so you don't rely on your memory, you know. <laughs> you know, so many, you know, remembering a sales agent in a sales position selling property would have a contact management system. The BDM, as we said, is the salesperson of property management. You should have some form of a contact management system. Yep, you need it. You, know, you can't use Rolodex yeah. anymore. <laughs> like you used to with your agency when, when you were calling people? <laughs> I had a contact management system, but <laughs> however, um, yeah, I've got to say, yeah, so I had a KPI system in place as well that I had to submit every property that I had um, done a presentation on and it was really good. Um, you know, as much as I was using the contact management system, I still had to manually go in and check, whereas the KPIs, um, at the end of each week, I was doing it, and it was reminding me on the Friday, oh, look, I did a presentation on Monday, I did one last Thursday, um, I was calling them. So it was, it was really good. You've got to have a contact management system in place. And so many times I would say, oh, I was just about to call you. So that, that's music to your ears, mm. as long as it was for the positive, you know. So following up, having a contact management system you can't rely on the brain, you know, um, to, to your memories to, to make these calls, etc. I'm not saying you can't be successful without doing it. Uh, however, having a good contact management system is certainly imperative, you know. Okay, so let, let's break this down, Michael. So, you know, starting out as a BDM, learn and understand the processes, the systems, the procedures of your office, learn your agreements. Uh, obviously, um, you know, work out what your rivals are doing so you know what your points of differences are and back that up with your stats. Um, and then, you know, you've got to get your social media presence, Facebook, Instagram, Google, website, have a look at all of that stuff. Um, and, you know, start your prospecting, create your follow-up procedures and have a contact management system. And let's not forget about a newsletter. We'll just drop that in right at the end there, for property management. It's a lot of homework for them, but um, definitely, definitely very important to get that uh, newsletter, the follow-up, the prospect, the social profile, the being visible. Um, you know, so if you are a BDM and you are starting a new role as the BDM in a company, uh, these are very, very important things to follow and very simple things to start to do also, Dennis. Yeah, and if anyone wants a list of tasks or KPIs that they want to do, you know, they can go to bdmcoach.com and um, they can just uh, click on the link right there. And we're going to supply everyone with the um, KPIs and tasks um, for any budding BDMs that are there or someone that's looking to start to get into BDM. Um, you know, we've also got that available in our um, Facebook group, the Inspired Growth Training Facebook group. You simply just go to uh, Inspired Growth Training, our Facebook page, um, obviously like the page and then click join visit group. Just please answer the questions there because um, our administration won't allow you in if you don't know your real estate. Um, so simple answer the questions. Michael, what a great 
great session. Um, you know, I, I think that's going to be some really key tips in helping people there get into that BDM um, role. Um, and remember, um, please, if everyone wants that uh, that other list that um, uh, Michael said he made available, just um, email Darren at igtmail.com and he'll um, get that through to you as well. Amazing. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. Um, thank you, everyone. Looking forward to that next session. Thanks again, Michael, for a great one. Take care. Bye.